Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, April 19th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The country bracing for the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial. Oregon wants to make mask wearing permanent. Canada brings back the COVID shutdown. New surveys show most Americans want to end lifetime appointments to the Supreme Court. Actor Matthew McConaughey tops the Texas governor in political polling. Also had a contagion worse than COVID, being a victim. But first, cities across the USA preparing for violent demonstrations as the trial of Derek Chauvin concludes in Minneapolis. The former police officer charged with second-degree murder in the death of George Floyd, as you know. 3,000 members of the National Guard will patrol the streets of Minnesota. Protests already planned in New York City, Los Angeles, and Chicago. As other states ease COVID restrictions, Oregon could make the mask mandate permanent. The proposal would require residents to cover their faces in all public places, including private businesses. The rule will only expire when, quote, masks are no longer necessary to address effects of the pandemic in the workplace. But of course, that will be decided by the Oregon legislature. Canada bringing back virus restrictions. Health officials say new infections will rise 600% by summer without drastic measures. Ontario and Quebec telling all non-essential workers to stay home for at least three weeks. Less than 2% of the Canadian population has received both doses of the vaccine. Take note, that is what socialized medicine brings. Survey from Reuters says 63% of voters want to impose age or term limits on the Supreme Court. Also, just 38% support expanding the bench by adding additional judges. Oscar-winning actor Matthew McConaughey may want to enter politics and now has a 12-point lead over incumbent Texas Governor Greg Abbott. 45% of registered voters tell the Dallas Morning News they back the actor, compared to 33% who support the governor. Said McConaughey, quote, Politics seems to be a broken business right now. You think? In a moment, are you a victim We'll tell you how you can be one. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Life is hard, but you knew that. With the exception of Caucasian males, everybody can now be a victim. It's easy. Just summon up some unpleasantness in your life and assign blame. Use the word systemic a lot in formulating your grievances. Make sure you point out that you are expressing your truth. And certainly mention that you are speaking truth to power. It is true that real victims are amongst us. The child born into a chaotic home, perhaps abandoned or abused by bad parents, certainly that innocent person has been victimized. If you are treated unfairly because of skin color or gender, you should be angry. But you have two choices. Live your life in the victimization zone or say blank you and succeed despite the hardship. If you have been bullied as a child or teenager, that is victimization. Again, you have a choice. Fight back in a smart way or fold and incorporate the ordeal into your persona. I'm a victim of systemic whatever. Being a devoted victim can be comforting because it gives you an excuse to fail or not even try. You need a safe space. You feel marginalized by the patriarchy. Well, everyone gets hammered at some point in life. And in today's cupcake society, the victim card is being dealt all the time. But it's a bottom of the deck draw. You will not accomplish much in life constantly whining about unfairness or bad breaks. In order to achieve and succeed, you need to be strong and believe in yourself, not whimper about injustice. Americans used to be a pretty tough bunch. My parents survived the Great Depression and World War II. They lived very modestly with no personal power, but did not see themselves as victims. They knew who the real victims were. Americans who could not buy a house in Levittown because of their skin color. That's largely gone now because some brave folks fought hard for worthy change. They didn't pout on the sidelines or disrespect an entire country. They mobilized in a strong, peaceful campaign that defeated some ingrained wrongs. It appears to me that in our society today, victimization is spreading faster than COVID. It's almost unbearable on many college campuses and cable TV. Every white person is racist. Every straight man a woman hater. No non-white male has a fair shot. Everything that goes wrong in a person's life can be blamed on someone else. White supremacy did it. Homophobia caused it. Misogynistic traditions ruined my dreams. Yeah, okay. Life can be brutally unfair. Again, two choices. Go get that safe space or use your skills to step up and improve things without foolishly demonizing entire groups of people. Your call. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Today marks the anniversary of the worst domestic terror attack in the history of the United States. On April 19, 1995, a rental truck filled with explosives detonated outside the federal building in Oklahoma City, injuring 1,000 people, killing 168. The origin of the bomb plot started two years earlier in Waco, Texas. David Koresh, a self-proclaimed polygamous prophet, was illegally stockpiling weapons for the impending apocalypse. On February 28, 1993, the Bureau of Alcohol and Firearms raided Koresh's compound. The initial gunfight left nine people dead and more than 20 seriously injured. The event prompted a 51-day standoff between Koresh and the federal government. On April 19th, Attorney General Janet Reno, under President Bill Clinton, approved an FBI raid on the compound. Tanks stormed the complex. Buildings caught fire, burning to the ground in less than 45 minutes. Koresh and 76 of his followers perished in the blaze. Right-wing extremists blame government overreach for the disaster, including 25-year-old Desert Storm vet Timothy McVeigh. Two years later, on the anniversary of the Waco siege, McVeigh detonated a truck loaded with 5,000 pounds of explosives at the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City. The blast ripped through the north face of the facility, destroying all nine floors. It was the deadliest terror attack in the USA at the time. Today, it's second only to the 9-11 attack. Two years later, McVeigh was convicted on 11 counts of murder and using a weapon of mass destruction. The terrorist was put to death in 2001, the first person executed by the federal government since 1963. And here's something else you might not know. The manhunt for Timothy McVeigh did not last very long because... Authorities already had him in custody. A few hours after the attack, he was arrested during a traffic stop for driving without a license plate. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always... Looking out for you.